0: your shit together sid
1: welcome uh, to another episode uh, of the uh, seattle restaurant podcast today we got some great great guests from the restaurant betty the very sexy restaurant betty josh hey <laughs>
2: he really this talk. is in league with
1: that music <laughs> right <laughs> Uh, you killed my boner. Yeah, which is not the first time you've
2: done. It. I, no, I. That's sort of my penchant with men. I'm very, very talented at that. So they
1: call you the boner killer. They, they
2: don't even call me that at all. They, it just happens, and really? uh, we all just walk away.
1: Uh, Josh, yes, sir. Chef owner of Betty Restaurant in Queen Anne.
2: Yeah. How are we doing today? I am jacked to be here. This jacked. is. My, I, I think I told you guys this is my first podcast so i'm breaking my pop yeah, in that podcast we're jerry and i am uh, good uh, yeah i'm i'm stoked man i'm i'm yeah i'm here for it
1: and um we, when we were doing sound check, you just gave a little dark night to us and yeah later so if if this podcast i think this is gonna be a great podcast but if you're bored and you're like dude i need something to look forward to at the end we'll do a little yeah uh, segment.
2: if i need to recreate a homicidal maniac, it's yeah a killing if, clown
1: if, if sid
0: says um more than six <laughs> times bust into the dark night.
1: All right, start
2: uh, sharpening those knives,
0: boys.
1: Also, we did an event to get together, a pop event. And yeah, that was coming up on one year. That's it was crazy. last yeah. Labor Day. Yeah. yeah, and what was that?
2: That was 11z's, a Lord of the Rings brunch extravaganza. It was uh, 11 courses. Um, I think Advertises did, ten courses. Advertises ten courses. Then we had a secret course. Um, yeah, we're
1: gonna talk all about this.
2: But, yeah. Um,
1: and also, we had our buddy Nate, who's in the studio, who's gonna come on a little bit later and talk about. He's just gonna ask for some money for uh, to make a film. So uh, we'll talk about that. Also, in the other corner, uh, Johnny <laughs> from Atoma. Yo, yo, Johnny, yo. how we doing
3: today? Yeah, doing great. Thanks for who, having me. Who the fuck is you? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm just a guy opening a new restaurant. We got a spot opening up in uh, Wallingford there on North 45th Street, Atoma. Yeah, um, and why
1: my- why would anyone want to eat your food? What what who who are you?
3: Yeah, so I'm I uh you know at least my last tenure here in uh, Seattle, I was the executive sous chef over at Canlis for the last couple years uh and then me and my wife you know are just looking to open up yeah. a cool new spot here and we think it's that's, gonna be a fun
1: spot for the neighborhood that's a pretty high title executive sous chef of of canless yeah um so so wow can we talk about that all right guys and oh hey dave what up sid i i just saw you this weekend so I've, i'm that <laughs> yeah, yeah that was a that was a hoot let's just fucking talk about it we had the we had the hold down that we've been talking about for the last couple months and i actually made it on time i was early yes yeah, it was um, there And I gotta say, man, Dave, thank you for putting on such a fun event. Um, It's so rare in this industry, other than the podcast, and um, for for a bunch of chefs just to hang out. Like financially, it's not the smartest idea for like to put three (laughs) people in the same room and sell food to try to make money off the same crowd. But um, you know, Josh Henderson came out, and like we had a bunch of. And first of all, your fan base is insane. Like, uh, such
0: a great group of people.
1: It's. It's really wonderful to see, honestly. Like I I remember when you were starting your restaurant, I remember I made fun of your name, I was talking shit and just being an asshole and and see it three years later, see what you've done is absolutely incredible. And, And it's really it's really a cool um, following and uh also amazing to meet so many podcast uh followers totally like, totally i i I get it like now and then um but but like I would say like I don't know, like 20 people came up said they enjoyed the podcast and I love getting feedback. Um you know I, I I I don't think it was a joke but I, I did say like hey give me free shit like oh because Kenji Kenji said he doesn't take free shit and I said I will take free shit all the time. <laughs> Any, from anything you, whatever you make send me free totally, shit. Totally totally um and so I got uh some uh, granola from Alpine Glow and oh
0: I, and man that granola is so good. Paige, so
1: what's what's funny? Oh sorry, go
0: ahead. That uh, Paige's mom buys that uh, in Chicago, you know, gets gets it shipped oh, to her no or buys it when she's here and takes it back. But uh yeah, she's uh she's so talented. Yeah. She's she's actually coming to humble. I mean humble, uh, <laughs> buck buckshot honey, and um, helped me with desserts. Oh, cool! Last summer, yeah, uh, nice. I really love what she's doing.
1: Well, I'll say, like, I told her right away. I go, I appreciate it. Um, I'm not a huge granola fan, but you know who is? This is my girlfriend Ariana, and she actually like posts on her Instagram. She calls herself like a yogurt influencer, and she because all nice. she does is eat granola and yogurt. And I told her, I'm like, it's not for me, but my girlfriend loves it, and. Um, Ariana said it's some of it is the best granola she's ever had. So Alpine Alpine Glow uh, granola, check it out. Um, All right, let's get right into it. Where have we eaten? Also last week um, when we had Hamdi on, we just jumped into it. So I have a lot of restaurants to talk about. But Josh, where
2: have you been eating?
1: Where do you like to eat?
2: Uh, The highlights. I just I took a uh, motorcycle trip down to Yellowstone, and uh, yeah, I had a few. Had some good eats down there. Um, some highlights. We went to a place called, I think it was called Crafted in Coeur d'Alene. And they had it was it was so it was a deep fried pretzel, but it was like like the body of it was more like a donut. So it was like a okay. savory donut and they had I like that. Yeah, it was like not what I expected, but it was fried bread. So I'm like, I'm not a pretzel fan, but I yeah. like. But I so like it those sounds, pretzels. It sounds like mm-hmm. it's like a
1: cousin of the cronut kind of thing, like a yeah. Like a it was pre- okay, yeah. it
2: was fucking killer though, and they had yeah. It was what, like what,
1: what what was it plain? Did it have dipping sauces? It had some dipping
2: sauces. It had yeah. like a beer cheese and something else that was so memorable that I totally faces. forgot. <laughs> yeah, nice. but that was really good. Then yeah. we went to another place. It was called Map Brewing. It was somewhere in Montana. Um. Yeah, and they had these cool little. They were just chicken wings, but they like uh, took off the, the end of the bone and then scraped it up. They were chicken lollipops. Oh yeah, they. Yeah, cool. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. yeah, yeah. It looked like uh... that's such a tedious fucking job. Yeah, I, know. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I appreciate whoever did this, and yeah, I'm glad yeah, yeah. that it, it's I'm not glad me. it wasn't me. Yeah, there's, exactly. there's another
1: dish. Uh, it's Stuffed Cambodian chicken wings are delicious, but a pain in the ass. But um, yeah. but you were at a brewery. But you're sober, right? No, I drink alcohol. Drink. I, do, I don't smoke you, weed. You don't I don't smoke do any weed. other drugs. Got but it.
2: but the 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 alcohol okay. is still. Yeah, okay, I do. Cool. Well, not as cool. But <laughs> damn. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh,
1: never. Okay. Uh, well, I'll, t- I'll just tell the story cuz like uh in the in the the intro letter to the podcast say, "Hey, by the way, like the the recording room, I also happen to smoke marijuana in, so if you have a problem with it, let me know." Um, and and then I just won't smoke that week in there. And um, and he said not to, but what was ironic? So I, I all week I've been like smoking. It's been nice out, so I've been smoking outside, not smoking in the weed room, aka the podcast room. And then this morning, <laughs> while I'm setting up, I literally put a joint in my mouth, and like I was like, oh, <laughs> I was ruined yeah, yeah. everything. <laughs> and Josh would have just walked in and like you fucking <laughs> asshole, son man. of a
2: bitch. <laughs> I would have held strong. I would. I appreciate you uh, your accommodation, though. Thank you, sir. No,
1: Johnny. Where uh where you like to eat? where you been going? You live out in Wallingford and your restaurant's going to be in Wallingford. I said earlier uh my favorite restaurant in Seattle's Pams. Um yeah, so anytime yeah. I go to Wallingford I always got to stop by there. But what uh what's the jam over there?
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, we have just been kind of hanging out working on the restaurant, so I mean, we're frequent at Dick's of course, you know, we're frequent at Ezel's but I think one of our favorite spots right now is down in Beacon Hill. We have been going to Carnitas Michoacan. Yeah. I mean, pfft. You walk in there, you get transported to Mexico. Am I right? It's <laughs> yeah. so good. I don't and know if you worked in Mexico,
1: Are you you were you were in Mexico for a little yeah, bit. Right, so yes, yeah. I
3: was in Mexico for a while. I grew up in New Mexico and Albuquerque, okay, so, so yeah, uh, I'm a know. big I'm a big fan of that cool. that food and that culture. So anytime I get a chance, go down there, get some carnitas, get some tripas tacos. Yeah, <sighs> nice. have you guys been?
1: I, I have not. I keep on hearing about How long that. has it
0: been there? Because I used to live in like Georgetown, Beacon Hill area, area and I, I've eaten at quite a few of those spots in Beacon Hill, but I know a lot of those spots have closed since then.
3: Yeah, it's been there since I've been in Seattle, so at least five years, I think, and it's like right up there by Musang, and it's like kind of on that okay, corner yeah, yeah. there.
0: I'm going to Musang tonight.
1: Oh, that's right. Cool, oh, nice.
0: cool. But yeah, I don't know. I'll check it out for sure though.
1: Yeah, yeah
3: you should sneak in there for second a taco. second Second yeah, dinner. dinner, yeah, little
1: bit dope. a little bit of a So I just a to jump right a it. bit of you little of a restaurant. Yep. of um, you've only of two episodes of the New Season of bear, so we correct, the bear bit of a little bit of a little bit of a the bit of you little bit of a you bit you a little bit of how you got the money cuz you brought a some really killer hats and some merch and stuff you know you left canless you said you left in good terms and you know it's time for you to spread your wings into your yeah. own thing and now you're opening a restaurant and um, if you've seen the bear you kind of get a little scratch like they literally had to find cans of money to open a restaurant um, and that wasn't enough uh, uh, for you sorry spoiler alert um, if you haven't seen the first season uh, Sid. I know uh, but but like how would you get the money to open a restaurant and I guess talk a little bit about it like what because like when you told me what you did to get the money like it, it kind of like you know put in my heartstrings because I want people realize that you're kind of gambling, but yeah, can you talk about where, uh, where you got the money from? Yeah.
3: Unfortunately we didn't find any cans, you know, <laughs> that would have been sick. <laughs> Fuck. Um, no, well, so me and my wife, we both closed out our 401ks. Yep. Um, and then we use that money as a down payment on an SBA loan. Yep. So we got uh, SBA seven a loan, I believe. Um, and then we've kind of used that money to help just kind of get our, get our foot in the door, get things started um and yeah it's hard to get your your hands on money as a, as a young chef you know yeah. uh nobody wants to lend to a chef because you know why would you <laughs> Yeah, uh, restaurants uh, never horrible horrible yeah, business yeah. choice yeah. um so yeah i mean i was lucky enough to have a little 401k like i like i said i worked at Canvas for five years yeah. they were awesome they match on 401k yeah. there so i had a decent 401k my wife had a decent 401k and just through closing those out and we brought a little bit of cash from our parents. Yeah. Um, why, why
1: like, why didn't you just write it out at Candlest? Why is it so important for you to open up your own thing?
3: Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, Canlis is awesome. Everybody knows that. Sure. Cool. Great And real, side
1: be. note. Like, you know, we, we talked about the, the article that came out. Would, it was a great employer for you.
3: Yeah, for cool. me, it was an awesome employer. I, right. but, you know, I can't really speak to what happened yeah, there, yeah. but I have a hard time believing that they did anything.
1: Cool. All right, uh, let's move on. on the wrong there. Uh, but, 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 uh, you, yeah, do I you mean, have something to say? Like, do you have a vision? What What is so important about you opening up your own restaurant?
3: Yeah, I just, um, you know, I really wanted to. I, I have some things I want to say. I have some things I want to do with food, and I kind of felt like I would reached my my pinnacle like there. What did, I, yeah, yeah, what I could do at Canlis. Like, so I
1: what What is the difference between the food that you can get at Canlis when you were the executive sous chef and and what you're going to get at Atoma.
3: Yeah, I think we're going to offer a, um, you know, we're still going to be offering an elevated dining experience, uh, but I want to offer a kind of a more casual experience for the diner. You know, I love eating at Canlis, but I, I always hate that first 30 minutes when I go to eat somewhere like that, you know, and you walk in the door and... Everybody's wearing suits, yeah. and you're wearing some suit you haven't worn in three years. You're, 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 you're realizing how much right. <laughs> you are. You're like, "Fuck, dude, I, I don't fit said, this suit anymore." Do I wear my hat? Do, yeah. I, do I pass it off to that Exactly. The exactly. D so I want to. So you're
1: going to have a little more casual feel.
3: Yeah, we're going to have a little bit more casual feel. We really want to lean into, uh, you know that. Uh, awesome dinner party yeah. feel that you might have cool. at a friend's house. Friend's yeah. house that knows how to cook. Hopefully. Um, so what
1: what should I wear when I go to Atoma?
3: Yeah, we're we're hoping that you can wear whatever you want. You know, we're hoping that we can kind of hit that that casual ground where somebody can just come in and grab a quick bite, but we can also offer an experience for somebody that wants to come in and you know celebrate the an anniversary. Yeah, right? an anniversary or a birthday. What, or kind what kind
1: of price points are you thinking? Um, it's gonna be a prefix menu, uh, à la
3: carte. Yeah, so we're gonna. It's gonna be à la carte. We're gonna offer a little prefix menu, cool. um, and we're hoping to be in that kind of seventy-five dollars to hundred dollars a person range. Cool. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah.
1: And um, uh, how far along are you on the menu? Like, what's the what's how how would you describe the menu? Yeah. So Any dishes you can you can talk about.
3: You know, I don't know that I necessarily have any dishes quite yet to talk about, but we're just hoping to draw on. I uh, you know I kind of touched on that earlier. I grew up in New Mexico. I was born in South Carolina. Lived in Colorado for a long time, lived in Australia for a while. Nice. Then I've been out here and we got an awesome little team on board with their own, you know, storied backgrounds. Cool. Yeah. And how many how many guys you got? Yeah, so we got the whole kitchen crew locked cool. down right yeah. now, which is awesome. So we Damn. got five people in the kitchen locked down. Yeah, wow. Uh, cool. My buddy Dylan. Uh, when Sorry,
1: co- We just we hear from Josh, <laughs> who's the owner. Like wow. you, you hired five people. I yeah, <laughs> that's, like, no, that's like, bad. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um, but yeah, we got our whole kitchen team locked down, which is uh, it's kind of funny. We're all from Colorado. Oh, cool. Uh, which is a weird little. We had this weird little Colorado team at. Can Okay. And I've poached them all to come. Oh, yeah, I mean, is, goes, you know, I'm not poaching too hard, but they're all coming to hang yeah, out yeah. with us. <laughs> uh, and then my buddy, my buddy Dylan, that uh, uh, went to culinary school with me, he's now a
2: bartender. He's going to come run our bar program.
3: Cool. Uh, we got a couple other spots that we're filling up as we go. So,
2: nice. um, Sid, can I put on my, my host hat for a second? Yeah, please. Uh, Johnny, wh- what what does a Toma mean? What is I what just, is the significance? I just wrote it down. Well, yeah. I'm right, skipping yeah. the line. What is, what's a Toma?
3: Yeah, sure. So uh, it means invisible or indivisible, and Ooh. kind of the idea behind that is that we're focusing on uh, the invisible aspects of fine dining, you know, and mo- mainly on our team and kind of the amount of work that it goes to put Ooh. a meal like that on the table. and. We really want to invest in our team and make sure that our team feels appreciated, that our team feels like they're uh, able to learn and grow in their own little fields, you know? And I think that if, uh, they're feeling good I'm feeling good We're all feeling inspired I think that's really Going to translate To the diners Yeah, yeah. I'm
1: sorry Atoma means um, Invisible and in what?
3: Invisible and uh, indivisible In yeah. what? In what Latin? In...
1: Oh in Latin Sorry In Latin Okay yeah, cool. in Latin. I assumed but I didn't want yeah, to Yeah 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 I, I didn't take that Yeah brush that's up what? on your Latin dude. Um <laughs> yeah, get your Latin down bro so, <laughs> uh, before, um, before we jump into Josh Josh we have one of your co-workers and We do um,
4: uh, Nate Nate why don't you introduce yourself Yeah I'm Nate fieldson i am a professional cooker in the
1: (laughs) seattle area so i'm I'm gonna give you your bio real quick so nate worked with me over at bread and circuses the food truck restaurant i I used to own um and then he left to start his own uh food truck which was called cocina buena and that was awesome um before he left to get a tattoo of the bread circuses logo on his ass and we'll get a picture of that and put it on instagram um no (laughs) joke he said he like so so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so he literally was like if you pay for it I'll get it on my ass I'm like alright done um, well
4: hang on that that you didn't we didn't establish where it was gonna be you just oh, said okay. if and, you get a tattoo of okay, in and Circus, yeah. yeah and then so, use
1: that loophole I'm like only like one person is gonna see my doctrine is the only person that's ever gonna see this uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway so so, really? so so after after uh nate uh started the food truck um then he kind of bounced around he worked for betty but then he left and uh and we also did 11 11's dinner together and nate also does the, uh the i think you should eat series with me um but you kind of did something interesting where you jumped into film and uh you put out a film last year called the mechanic a mm-hmm. short film um and you just did it by yourself so similar you know to to any of us like we just us creative types we put our our money where our mouth is and, and can you in 15 seconds talk about the mechanic
4: yeah I mean it's basically an homage to John Carpenter like those late 70s early 80s like slasher films It's very John Carpenter very Sam Raimi like Evil Dead Halloween kind of yeah homage and where can you watch it uh, it's on YouTube just look up the mechanic short you- film youtube.com youtube.com okay, the, cool. the cool, website yeah. with all the video movies
1: and um, and <laughs> And, uh <laughs> never heard of it <laughs> and and it's like 6 minutes right
4: yeah it's so, like 7 so or like, 8 minutes
1: long. so like you can watch it at work right now so you know pause yeah. the podcast jump on youtube.com dot, dot dot .com and uh and and type in the mechanic <laughs> Nate or what was it you just search for mechanic and they will pop up
4: yeah look up the mechanic short film you can also go to themechanicfilm.com it has its own it's become its own identity cool and uh <laughs> and, <laughs> So uh
1: and and you are working on something new.
4: Yeah, so I'm working on a new film uh we're shooting it this October. It's called Under Chef, um which basically means sous chef is like under chef. Um and yeah, it's basically a love letter to the restaurant industry to um professional kitchens and uh yeah, just the world of being a Chef and the high pressure environment um, of that, so it's it's very much like a drama slash kind of thriller. Oh, cool story.
1: Yeah, and uh, so when when is filming start?
4: Uh, so it, yeah, we'll be filming in late October is the plan currently, um, and yeah, I I am later this week we're launching a Indiegogo campaign, like a crowdfunding campaign. Um, because unfortunately, <laughs> even when you have like, I have a lot of very talented people um, volunteering their time, like people that are attached to the project that are
1: just donating um, their time, just
4: donating yeah. their time, and like my cinematographers working for free. Um, I have like a bunch of crew members that are just doing it for free, but there are a lot of costs that are just kind of unavoidable. So yeah, we're trying to raise a little money to make it as good as possible um and yeah and, so, and so how
1: can they find uh where to send you money if they want to see a kick-ass thriller cooking movie
4: yeah so you just go on indiegogo.com um another website sorry there's a lot of websites to keep track of now <laughs> <laughs> indiegogo the Internet's crazy yeah it's it is so vast <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> you know you know the other day i saw that 311 has a website now oh please don't talk about.
0: i definitely
4: want to go on that website
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, okay before we get um, off the rails so
4: yeah so just uh indiegogo.com and just search under chef short film cool. um yeah it'll be launching uh in a in a yeah later this week probably wednesday or thursday okay campaign cool. campaign will right. be launching okay, Cool.
1: I'll, yeah. I'll make sure to post about it um and cool and uh how much money are you asking for
4: so, we're looking to raise five grand total. Cool. Um, and that covers everything from food. So, because um, last
1: time you just paid everyone in Santa Fe chicken sandwiches. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I and mean, apparently it worked. I, uh,
1: sorry. Yeah. So, you know, you need five grand to, to, to feed the staff and like what else do you need the money for?
4: Yeah. So, it's like everything from location fees to both the, Feeding staff and all the, there's quite a lot of food props that are for the movie. Like, there's a lot of stuff with food, obviously. Can, Um,
1: can, like, restaurants donate? Is that a thing that you, you maybe put could put a list together and, and yeah that yeah, might right. again, that
4: might be something we could work out yeah like getting right. certain product cool. once we get yeah. a list of products um, you could
1: yeah. I mean you work at Betty now so just raid the walk <laughs> <cat. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> all right cool well yeah we'll we'll yeah. post about your thing um, yeah. you, you gotta get out of here you're gonna stick around yeah I'll stick around right. and get back on the couch Jokers. and let's let's uh, let's get back on with Josh the owner of Betty um Josh a couple of things you want to talk about uh you want to talk about uh tip screens and uh suggested tips you want to talk about yelp and you want to talk about a book you're reading yeah we don't have
2: to these are just no yeah i love it um so so
1: i would love to talk i want to do a real quick segment about tips um go ahead go and uh talk about whatever was on your mind yeah so uh
2: two of my, my motorcycle besties they uh they don't work in the industry and yeah it's just been something that we've we've talked about before and i yeah, you know, just find it really interesting, I think, like, with the sort of emergence of, like, POS where, like, the customer is more involved and, you know, presenting buttons with, you know, certain tip percentages. Uh, just a
1: couple questions for yeah. me. You know what the fucking questions are. Don't tell me. <laughs> I'm just going to ask you a couple questions.
2: Just a couple questions. Like, what, what you know, like I've seen on the internet, people are like, how did tipping get out of control and, like...
0: Oh, yeah, with the whole percentage choice. Yeah,
2: yeah, and I... uh you know, it's people's money, so of course, like they have some big feelings about it. Um, I don't know that I have an answer. I guess I was more curious about what what you guys think and is, you know, as as everybody at this table is a small business owner, like what their philosophy is and how they, you know, like a as you go out, uh, like you know, if you get copied, like we have Fuji Bakery, you know, as as craft services uh, here today, like they got a tip, I think yeah. they have a tip screen, yeah, yeah, and then like I if I you went there this morning, yeah, tip baby. Screen. Pops yeah. up yeah. yeah So
1: so yeah I would say There's a lot of new areas Where tips yeah. never happen But yeah. now we're expected to um, Especially I, with to go Yeah And yeah, so I absolutely. think There's a lot of anger And like if you look at Reddit They're just relentless Because they're just like why am I paying your wages, your employees' wages? Um, and I think, you know, when you said the tip screen thing is, I think there's – it's like anything, man. Like there's a few bad seeds out there where they literally have the tip screen start at like 25% to 30 to 35 You know, you see mm-hmm. shit like that. And then on Reddit, they take a picture. They post it and go, oh, these fucking people are out of control. I'm not tipping anymore. And it's like, oh, you're such a strong person for taking that stance. But like, no, yeah. Like, um <laughs> fucking taking hero. your yeah, but, <laughs> taking
2: but, your anchor out on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Such, a, such a noble uh, but no, noble just, I'm not tipping
1: anymore. I'm taking a stand. Like, cause I was pissed off at this one company that had a dumb tip screen. Like, so it's weird. Like for me, I worked in food trucks the last fifteen years. Ten percent has always been kind of the understood thing. There's you know, that's the problem. There's no like law. Yeah. Sure. I would say the law is dine in 20%, take out 10%, street food 10%, um, and then the every like I think delivery drivers should be 20% cuz fucking you didn't get off your ass. Gas ain't free. Uh, gas ain't free. Um, but then I think there's some other things like if you work in street food you work in a to go environment and someone mm-hmm. tips 0 like that's their prerogative. I don't I don't get bummed if you're getting street food and you don't tip. Like I think the standard is 10% but like you don't have to. Yeah. Uh, Johnny, how do you work in mostly like uh, fine dining, and you know at Canvas they do a twenty percent auto grat, uh, yeah. right? and they don't accept tips, or you can add on a little bit. I think if you want, um, you probably I don't know if you know that, but um, but yeah, how, what is how are you gonna handle here? How are you gonna handle uh tips at your place? Cause I would I guess. To answer your question, I just wish we eliminate tips altogether. Yeah, Let's fucking get rid of them. Sure, no more dance. Just fucking your burgers. Twenty bucks is not seventeen plus a three dollar tip. That's every owner's dream. However, every restaurant that's tried that has hasn't had a great time doing it. Sure.
3: So, Johnny. yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan of tipping. It's it's kind of like a a it's shitty a, into your meal, right? Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, where, where did this come from? And obviously, it's kind of part of our dining culture here in the yeah. U.S. Um like I said, we lived in Australia for a while, nobody tips out there. Yeah. Mm. Um, so like that's a nice just have that built into your costs and mm-hmm. that's how they pay everybody. And uh so we're not gonna have an auto grab, but we are gonna we are gonna take tips, you yeah. know, and, and I think that's kind of just uh an expected part of most people's salary in the industry. Yeah. Um I don't know how you guys do it, but that that seems to be what the best s- way to so, pay your cooks so in your front of house. So
1: so, okay, so no, none of the tips are going to back house, or are you going to do any tips to back house?
3: We're, we're going to do a point system yeah. in the back house. We'll cool. get some tips, yeah.
1: Cool, 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 cool. Yeah,
0: I don't I, know, man. I, yeah. I love tipping, and yeah. you know, if somebody does a good job, I like to let them know, hey, I appreciate you. Thanks so much. And I know they're getting paid an hourly wage. Um, you know, when I was in China eating my way through uh, rural and big cities like Shanghai, like, people are offended when you tip them. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, like sure. how dare yeah, you? Um, yeah. But, uh. You know, like when I got payroll for my employees this uh, period, the tips equaled their hourly wage. Sure, yeah, and and that's really cool. I mean, I got I got girls who are go- going to college, yeah. you know, trying to move into their first apartments. Yeah. Um, and so that makes me happy that these people are making good money working yeah. at, at Buckshot yeah. Honey, and that they can provide for themselves, and that they're getting paid a, a living wage and you know the the percentages that pop up on the screen when you when you pay for your food they're not mandatory there's yeah. a custom tip amount yeah. you can do whatever the fuck you want yeah. we're going to treat you the same yeah. um so but if you
1: feel like you got you know some good service from yeah yeah, to them, yeah so i yeah. mean
0: it, it's in it's in the customer's hands and everybody like different cultures do it differently yeah. you know like uh growing up in florida there was always a joke about canadians coming down and <laughs> yeah, yeah, never yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. tip and so, I mean, I learned at a, long, a young age that not everybody tips or
1: understands why that's there. Okay. In oh god, this ugh. do it. Okay, in St. Louis, did <laughs> just the way it, I didn't make this up. In St. Louis, when I was a server, Canadians meant black people. That's weird. Yeah. So when they said, no, no, like they would say, like, cause <laughs> when
0: you live in the South, it sure doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: But yeah, I don't know. Cause like they would, it'd just be like anything. They'd be like, Oh, there's perceived thing where like black people don't tip. So it's like, Oh shoot. I got a table full of Canadians. I lived in St. Louis, Missouri. When oh. I was, like, yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't great living there. Uh, no, I love St. Louis. I lived there in a weird time. Um, I want to say one last thing about tipping and then I want to talk about perceived value. Oh, um, yeah. just something in stream with no comment. Uh, I've been very – I think during quarantine, when I went out on street food, we started getting the 20, 25, 30 percent because people were like, wow, you guys are out here when no one else is leaving the house. Like, thank you for coming. And then, um, you know, after quarantine, I am very fucking lucky. Like I said, I think 10 percent is a nice standard tip for street food. Um, I am very lucky. I average about 20 percent. Like for the people that don't tip, like people tip twenty five. That's because you're yeah. pretty. <laughs> um, but but I give him a show, like, and I appreciate, I fucking appreciate it, I really do. Dude, your food um, is great, like, thank you, bro. I, I had so
0: much, so many people, including Paige and I. When I got, I text Paige when I left work last, uh, yeah, last night. I'm like, hey, I was gonna stop by to get a burger somewhere. She's like, cool, I'm eating Sid's food. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, oh wait. Is there any of that left? She's like, no, I ate it all. But no, man, the, the, it's really good. Thanks,
1: man. It's very sweet of you to say. But I will say this uh, again without comment. Um, most of my places average about 20% except one place. South Lake Union average is about 6%. Really? So anyway, perceived value. <laughs> um, uh, and that is, that's quickly. what a lot of people feel. Yeah, it's it's typically zero, 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 zero. Oh, man. Anyway, um, so perceived value is funny. Um I, I talked earlier about uh, stupid waffles. I probably murdered that. Um, and then I met another person. I, I forgot if I talked about this, but a donut truck that was charging like, 11, like five bucks for their donuts or whatever. And both of them told me that they are probably going to go out of business. Cause after taxes hit them, they're like, we didn't make any money. We worked a shit ton, didn't make money. And I said to both of them, like, why don't you just raise your prices? And they're like, well, no one wants to pay more than $5 for dessert. Like people see eight bucks for whatever. Like, um, And so perceived value is a funny thing, Um, and 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 Johnny, it's something you said you want to talk about. But um, I'll just say this one thing, and I'll let you kind of talk about what we want to talk about. But like with this Seattle Restaurant Podcast Festival, like the rough budgets I've done, super rough, have been about one hundred fifty thousand. You know, like if Wu-Tang was 90,000, I'm just like totally ballparking for like restrooms and security and all these things I've never had to work with for just roughly 150 um, and we're shooting for 150. So that means I'd have to charge everyone a thousand dollars for this two day thing. That's not the way it's going to work out. Like I'm figuring out sponsorships and we're going to cut some corners and like that was an inflated budget. But point is, I could never sell a thousand dollar ticket, even though that's what it takes to put it on. Um, you can't charge nine dollars for a donut, even though sometimes that's what it takes to. To do it, um. So perceived values. I mean, are if, funded- t- if T Swift was there, yes, God, yes <laughs> <laughs> You're more obsessed than my daughter. Yeah,
2: you got to sell those aftermarket donuts. You got to get somebody <laughs> to buy the donut, yeah. And right. Then you resell the donut. Yeah, That's right. where the money is, baby. Um,
1: but yeah. So, so uh, it's something you want to talk about, and you're going to fine dining, where it's like, um, or sorry, I, mean, I, I I don't know. Do you mind if I call it fine dining? Yeah, no, please. Uh, um, but uh, but you know, where where the perceived value can be higher, you can charge, you know, twenty two bucks for. Corn on a cool plate. Where off street food, people are like that same corn. It has to be six bucks. You know, there's there's little things where, and I'm not saying that a bad way. Like you're yeah, paying yeah. for seats yeah. and toilets and stuff. I'm not paying for. Totally. Um, but yeah, so Perceived Valley. What what did you want to talk about? Um,
3: you know, yeah, it's just hard uh, when we were kind of getting everything together for the menus, and we've been running all these pop ups since kind of the beginning of the year. Um, shout out to Homer. They've been hosting us for the last couple months. Um, but yeah, it's really hard to get these meals together that, uh, you know, feel like you're going out and you're having a good time and you're getting your money's worth, um, but that also kind of turn around and uh, make a little bit of money for us, yeah. uh, make it so we can pay our staff accordingly. And, um, yeah, I think it's just it's it's a hard kind of uh, line to, to walk, to be able to put cool food on the table, uh, support people that you want to support in terms of farmers and producers and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, it's 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 hard to kind of just match all what, that up. What would
1: you like to say to your customers coming in uh, regarding pricing? Because, like, I mean, uh, it's it's not going to be cheap. You're in Wallingford, and it's, up, you know, upscale food, and yeah. you're you're paying you guys a living wage and, like, yep. all this stuff. Um, what would you like to say to them before they come in?
3: Yeah, I think it's important people know what kind of margins restaurants work on yeah. and how mm-hmm. small they are. And, you know, uh, I think a lot of people, like, Gosh, I love my parents, but when I go out to you with my parents, they're like freaking out about the cost of stuff. And I'm like, it's so expensive for us to be here. It's so expensive to put food on the plate and to pay your team and to come out on the other end of it as a business owner making like a couple dollars. You know, like uh, there's just so much that goes into it to get to. To the get fun, the food yeah, on the plate yeah, that's yeah. sitting in front of you, there's just I, so much work I, and I so was, much money.
1: Every every Sunday, I'm at the Fremont Market and I get a cherry coke with um like a vanilla saucer from Cosmic Ice Cream. Yeah, and I was standing there in line and this this lady isn't South Lake Union, and um, this lady's like, <laughs> she goes eight dollars for a float let's talk about it like to her friend and i go <laughs> i just i go why would you come to the small business festival to bitch about small business pricing did you say that? Like, yeah fuck yeah i did Good. like they're homies like they're wonderful people and like um and and she, i don't think she knew i worked there or anything i didn't have my apron on or anything and and um and she just kind of you know fucked off but uh but um but yeah like here, here's here's a funny thing like i love cd stores growing up dave i'm assuming you go to a lot of cd stores you mean record like, stores? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Records. No, no, I'm that age where I went to CD stores. Okay. In the mall. Yeah, yeah, man. And I remember I, I remember at, I was in my I'm, church. Yeah. And um I used to like love look, looking through everything. I could I memorize like everything. Anyway, I remember going to the mall to like a Sam Goody when I was like fourteen or thirteen and like just, like I don't know, probably smashing pumpkins or something like that, and being like, Oh man, you get this at Best Buy for like twelve ninety-nine. I remember this guy just looked at me and it's like, Well, you we should fucking go to Best Buy. And at twelve or thirteen, I learned that lesson. Like, yeah, you know, just fucking shut the fuck up. Buy it, don't buy it, whatever. And I was talking to my buddy uh, from Pock Shop. It's a clothing thing, and and he's still. Get, he said like, you know, he gets people that like pick up. He does uh clothing. He does. He's always at the Fremont Market, and he says he gets people that pick up clothing. He's like, oh, you know, I can get this on Amazon for like blah blah. blah. It's like, bro, like, don't go to the small business festival and complain about small business pricing. Um, but yeah, uh. You are reading a book, Josh. I am um, that is also featured on the Bear. Which yeah, we're about yeah. Next week. Um, mm-hmm. Don't talk but about yeah. the Bear. Uh, what's uh, what's this book you are reading?
2: Yeah, so no spoilers. There is one uh, scene where Richie uh, is is doing some growing, and uh, yeah, it shows him reading a book called Unreasonable Hospitality. Uh, and I, when I saw that episode, I was like, okay, Bear, you are giving me some homework to do. Uh, yeah and so I downloaded it on uh, as an audiobook and listened to it and it's got me feeling the Holy Spirit guys like really yeah it's, it's right. oh, what, so what, what's
1: good. the uh, what's the like the concept
2: it's really it's fucking cool so it it revolves around uh, his name is will Goddard I believe. Uh, will yeah, there it is. Thanks, Josh. Oh, <laughs> <on. honor>, <laughs> you read the book, right, Josh? Come um, yeah, so on. You, you, you read the book as well? Yeah, I read the okay, book. Cool. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, book club, let's go. Uh, yeah, so it just revolves around sort of his ascent at 11 Madison Park, which is a fine dining restaurant in New York, and just sort of uh, his philosophy, which is, I think the subtitle of the book is like the power of like exceeding people's expectations or something like that. I can't help remember. Me
3: out. it's either that or it's um the power of unreasonable hospitality or something like that yeah i can't quite yeah remember the but it's the it's
2: sort of about like the the balance between excellence which requires a lot of precision and is a lot is very like kind of technical and stuff like that versus and that paired with hospitality which is making people feel warm and heard and comfortable and stuff like that um Yeah, just a lot. It's a really gracious book. A lot of it's about, like, making people feel good. Like, And what I loved about it was, like, he starts with the employees, the people that you work with, the people that are in the trenches with you, making them feel good first so that they can, in turn, like, extend that to other people is fucking revolutionary. Like, the customer, you know, the customer's always right. Like, sure. But, like, our priority and what I really try to, you know, is one of my benchmark principles is, like... You take care of the people that work with you. Like, that. that is the number one, is making the people that, that's your engine right there. The yeah. customer's are the gas, but the engine is, you know, the For people. Sure. Yeah, the people that work with you. So, like, that's that huge. Like, do you fucking feel like,
0: like, like you have their back?
2: Yeah, that you have that's their good, back.
1: Because Nate constantly talks about what a terrible boss <laughs> <he> is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, uh, he deserves it. Yeah, he's a
1: fucking fr- fr- yeah. fr- um, he? Are you going to make him get, get a Betty tattoo? No, on his, on
2: his ass- he he, uh, he his his ass cheek space is is limited after bread and circuses. <laughs> yeah. I don't. So why uh, Betty? Yep. Why Betty? So I didn't I didn't found the restaurant. My grandma's um, name was Betty, so uh, I, yeah. I, got, I got a warm spot Absolutely. in my heart for Betty. Uh, Betty is uh, there's there's two answers to it. The, if we want to give the wholesome answer, it's you know everybody knows a Betty. Betty's such a comfort comforting name. Um, that's the, <laughs> but the the real answer is is Betty is is you know it's 90s like s- slang for like a hot babe. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, shut. She's up. a baby. That's uh, a Betty, real yeah. name.
1: That's a real reason the restaurants yeah. named it.
2: Yeah, because there's that show on HBO. I haven't watched it. It's called Betty, but it's like about skaters. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. That's but
0: why it's called people Betty. in
1: St. Louis don't use that term. Betty. <laughs> so so Betty's like a hot chick. It's not it's not yeah. like it's not um it's not offensive. It's just like
0: hey, my uh, name's a Betty. More of a compliment. Are or?
2: you wait what year? Uh, Betty opened in 2008 No, I'm
1: sorry. What year is this term from?
2: The
0: 90s, I think. Dave, I'm gonna. Be- have you ever called a girl Betty? No, because that was my grandmother's name. Oh.
1: I-, I don't know. I've, I got. I'm gonna. But no, this. I've.
0: I've heard it. I. I think there's a. You know, some in the rockabilly scene. Betty uh, is used. That makes quite, sense. Quite okay, often. Got yeah. It, yeah.
1: Got it. The font. Okay, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you owned it?
2: Uh, I joined ownership at the beginning of last year, January 2022.
1: Okay. Uh, were you part of the opening team? No. Okay. Um any advice you'd give Johnny right now? Oh man. Uh <laughs> he's busting out his notebook. Uh no
2: Johnny, I'm more of a cautionary tale. Um don't do it. No man, I think, you know, just like with perceived value, um and you know, making your team feel good like Yeah, I don't know. Like I think I think I'm, you know, I'm still in my infancy. I'm still in my ownership Im- infancy about just like finding my voice and uh, yeah, you know what makes Betty and what I bring to the team like unique. And like I want to I want to fucking hype you up, Johnny, like like perceive value and shit like that. Like what you bring and the way that you're going to make people feel is going to be fucking awesome, man. And that's worth every fucking penny because you are going to create magic in that restaurant. Um yeah, and I think, you know, just just the relentless pursuit of that is is really hard, but it's it's really really cool, and yeah, it's just about taking people, taking yeah. care of people. That's what yeah. it's about. It's like we sure, are meant here to take care
0: of people, our employees and our guests. Yeah, it- realizing where you can uh, change change their day too. You know, yeah. like I have a lot of uh, we have a train that runs through Snoqualmie. Yeah, you do, and um, there's a <laughs> yeah, lot of uh, kids and parents and family outings. It feels good to wave with them. Yeah, we wave the fuck out. You of them, wave huh? the fuck <laughs> out. <laughs> but. Uh, um, but, you know, a lot of times those parents and kids and families will come in, and you could tell, man, they're hot, they're flustered, the kids are whiny, like, mm-hmm. everyone, but once they sit down, the parents get, like, a Johnny Utah yeah. or a Bodhi Zafa in them, the kids get some mac and cheese in them, like, you just kind of keep, it's, you it's keep that, working them, yeah. and by the time they leave, they're like, everybody's full, yeah. their stress level's gone way down, and you've essentially made a positive yeah. change in their day, yeah. you know, um...
1: So, but it's, yeah. it's, it's that, and it starts with that it's, first th- interaction. It is noticing yeah. that yeah.
0: and individually too. Like luckily my restaurant doesn't seat more than 35-40 at a time and yeah. so I actually I can I can vibe off each and every yeah, yeah. customer yeah, 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 pretty yeah. much, you know.
1: And yeah, if they've been waiting in line, if they're hangry, which right, which turns right. out I just found out hangry means hungry and, and You didn't know that? What did, I what did, it was did you, you think? Um, yeah, so I will say, like, we're all in the service industry, and, and, so, like, listen, like, it's like poker playing, it's like anything, like, sometimes we miss the mark, and, um, something I'm battling with is, like, that first introduction, you know, like, like, I have talked to my friends about how there's, I won't name one here, but there's certain restaurants I've gotten, like, kind of weird service, and it's just, I'm a little turn off, like, I'm not going there, you know, I'm like, I'm done, whatever, um, and, and, you know, my big pet peeve, is when people walk up to my cart and they don't order from me, but they take my my napkins and forks. Like Ooh. it's such a dumb thing. Oh no,
0: that pisses me off too. It is.
1: Listen, <laughs> the other day, someone walked away without paying their forty dollar tab, and I just kind of shrugged, like, whatever, fuck it. But like for like three cents of a fork, like I'm just like you, like you fucking. <laughs> and the thing is, so like I start making jokes about it, like if I know, so i am be like, hey, like and this and whatever. But like i was talking about with the shimmy, we went out and got lunch afterwards, and and um, it's like. You know, that one person that, even though I was making a joke, like, he's now kind of uncomfortable about coming to the cart, you know, or whatever, Mm. like, or he might have gotten food too, I'm so stoned at the cart, like, I have no idea who the customers are. you know, like, like, I don't remember (laughs) who I served an hour ago, like, so, like, you know, and I'm, I'm, like, battling with it, you know, like, I try not to be a dick, I, like, after I work, like, South Lake Union, and you get a lot of, like, gimme, 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 no please, no thank you, just, like, it kind of wears on you, and then, like, by the ninth one, you're like, Oh, what's the magic word? You know, or something like that. And like, I got to fucking stop, dude. I got to shut up and like do my job and like treat every person. You know as what? A
0: person. On, on the other hand, and I just got a one star review for this <laughs> is, um, like I have like, a family came in. The first thing their kids do is start standing on the chairs and climbing on the tables and taking, you know, we have compostable silverware on each table mm-hmm. Ta- playing with the silverware, putting it in their mouths and mm-hmm. d- putting it back, which now I have to throw all the silverware. You away. just wash it. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, And then I'm like, hey, guys, like, please, you know, they're grabbing shit off the windowsills and touching And and I'm like, hey, guys, like, your children, you you have to sit down. Like, you have to sit in the chairs. Don't climb on the the furniture. Okay, well, I think we're going to go outside. We go outside. There's, you know, a couple tables already out there having a nice day. The kids are literally screaming and running. And uh, back again, they're on top of the tables. I had one girl s- grab a barbecue like there's these little squeeze bottles on the tables. Yeah. She's underneath the table sucking on it like a baby bottle. <laughs> like drinking. Yeah and, and, and I'm like, I "Hey, mean, but, but hey, hey your barbecue sauce is very it, good." It is real it is that good. But um but I'm like, "Hey, you they need to sit down at the table like they can't just run around they're like you know I think we're just gonna go somewhere else I'm like all right get the ha- have out. a wonderful day yeah, yeah you know I I second the motion yeah, yeah. and um <laughs> and uh, 15 <laughs> minutes later one star review don't go here if you have kids <laughs> listen sp- I will call out bad parents every time yeah I, so, I mean I,
1: it's not I here okay, I, it's I this' not a daycare you know to, question for move on to Yelp what would the book say about a situation like that?
2: What would the book say? Yeah.
1: Uh Or you two that are probably sure, way better servers sure, sure, sure. than me and me and Dave are. Like, um,
2: yeah. So I guess here's here's what's coming to my mind
1: is they don't allow kids at canvas
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, that you know every that's interaction, a whole other subject.
2: You know, at the end of the day, we're interested in building relationships, and you know, not every relationship is gonna work for you, sure, okay, and that's so, totally right, okay. Well, there like, go. you right. know, it. again, we're all. Right. all Okay, so we're all people first and then we're restaurant people second. So like, you know, being able to have boundaries and say like, "Hey, this is not helpful. This is not, you know, conducive to my happiness or my success." That is totally okay. Like, it's 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 kind of like akin to somebody somebody coming over to your house. And I hope I hope, you know, customers can recognize that. Like, would you allow this like if I invited you over to my
0: house like would you allow would that sort that of thing? You?
2: <laughs> you know, like so. Just <laughs> I think we found the that's name exactly of the how I think you know, about it.
0: Is I'm not. I don't go to your house and start moving your furniture around and climbing on your shit. Yeah. So don't come into my and house and do that. Right.
2: It's it's a give and take, right? Like I want you to be comfortable. I want you to make you know make the space yours with you know parameters. Like feel comfortable. But yeah, you know, at the end of the day, like if. Having that person at your restaurant is so emotionally yeah. draining to you that you say, you know what? Thank yeah. you. No, thank you. Like, this is just not
0: oh, safe totally. for me. I've,
2: and that's yeah. totally fine, man. I, 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 totally I fine. will
1: that's hit the right. refund button and be like, this isn't working for me. I did, absolutely. I, did, I, did, I did pull out of Expedia for a reason. Um, anyway, so, Johnny, now that you're um, an owner, you're going to start getting phone calls from a 415 number um, a ton. And Understood. that's going to be Yelp. Okay. And they're going to call you every day. And you're going to say... If you fucking call me again, I'm gonna <laughs> find your children and kill them, and they'll still call you. Like I'm serious. I've been like, please stop calling me. Um, uh, Josh, you said you want to talk about Yelp. What uh, what's? <laughs> let's give a little quick spiel about.
2: Yeah, my spiel about Yelp. I'm just curious, what you know. Yeah, Dave, you don't have to say anything. We all know you're. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm fired up, Actually,
1: Johnny. Johnny, I'd love to hear um your like as a new restaurateur um where. You know, Yelp's a un what do they say? It's like a um a needed evil kind of thing. Um, necessary, evil. necessary evil. I I know I went to college. Um, thoughts? I I can't think of a more unreliable
3: <laughs> source of information <laughs> on good restaurants. Right. Uh, I've never read, read a Yelp. have never read a Yelp review and thought like, can't wait to figure <laughs> yeah. that out. You know, get, like, get the car, it, honey. Yeah, you know, let, let's roll. Like I just. You know, they do a horrible job at reviewing restaurants. I The people that are on there reviewing, for the most part, seem to not be reflective of our client base. Mm. Um, and, you know, maybe I'm wrong there because, I mean, we don't have any Yelp reviews yet, but it just doesn't seem to be a reflection of what's actually happening in restaurants. It's a reflection of people that have had a bad experience, and rarely does it seem to be a reflection of people that have had good experiences. Wait, wait, seems- wait.
2: Johnny are you suggesting that what happens on the internet and social media is not reflective of that, reality? That's what I've noticed that, lately. Wow, yeah, yeah sir. that's what I've
3: noticed. So, um no, it just seems like a bad it's it's a bad tool for for people to uh you know, throw shade
0: on people that are working really hard to provide mm. something for them. It's especially in the way it was abused during the pandemic mm, it, yes. and nobody did shit about it and that, you know, yeah, I mean, I understand the concept, but it doesn't fucking work.
3: Yeah, like the fact that you're providing an awesome place for people where, to come in with do their you guys family recommend and to they shit. Fi- like,
1: them. if you go to a new city, how do you find new restaurants? I mean, we probably just talk to our friends, our chef friends, but like. Well, if you can't use Yelp... There's publications, Diners, man, drive-ins, and dines, like, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Triple D, baby.
0: <laughs> no, there's lots of other resources. I mean, every major newspaper has a food editor, and, I mean, you got magazines and shit. I mean, they're not all 100% yeah. Yeah, correct, can I,
1: listen, listen. But, but do your own research and make your own opinions. Yeah, but, like, if I'm driving through a city, I'm not getting the newspaper. Like, I'm not going to start Googling. I, yeah. I, what was the quick... Well, I, I, I just I, drove
0: through Tennessee and Kentucky, and it, you know... the. I'm just like top 10 barbecue joints. Okay, and, yeah, uh, fair enough, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's not that hard. And, and then, of course, you're driving by a, a house with a barbecue sign. You're like, this is doing it out of his home. Yeah, I'm pulling that's in. legit. But, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's the experience that you create for yourself.
1: Um, Yeah, right, fair enough. Uh, I want to talk about an incredible experience I had. I went to Chef Luis's from Bar Dojo's taco. I always mispronounce this. Taco. Omakase? Did I do it? Oh, I did. I always fucking. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm looking at you. I'll I'm, validate okay, you, Sid. Sure. A white person. Um, but so so, what Chef Luis is doing is um, he's doing a ten course taco uh, tasting. Jesus. And um, and I went to it last uh, Tuesday. He, he talked he, about
0: that when he well, was yeah. Here. Where's, it yeah. At? where's it at?
1: It's at Bar Dojo in Edmonds. Okay. Um and uh we're um we're talking about the idea of doing like a more tent kind of setup maybe whatever um but. For this thing, um, he did 10 courses. Uh, I'm going to talk about them in a second. But uh, he put out the next – he does them once a month, and the next three months are already sold out. So you got you to gotta pay attention for, I don't know, whatever four months from now is. But just some of the highlights, like, uh, I guess I'm just going to start with the best one was the dessert. He did this um, ube ice cream, like, almond tui, like, He's great with desserts. Like uh, desserts, he did at thirty-six course. Yeah, 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 fucking yeah. amazing. But he did this amazing dessert uh, ice cream taco. that I told him he should like package and sell at Costco. But so it's like a
2: classy Chaco taco. Exactly. Kind yeah. of- oh, I was just
1: gonna oh, say yeah, they yeah. just discontinued yeah. the choco taco, yeah. which is one of the but, worst things but, that ever I mean, happened there to me. There was a Kobe rib one, shrimp bogogi, chicken karaji, kalua pork, pork al pastor uh birria uh, soft shell crab poke ahi tuna um absolutely incredible um i'm i, I love need, soft shell crab I, oh yeah i don't need to advertise it cuz he's already sold out um what else is going on so did that already happen or that, there, that, so, I, I went last tuesday okay, okay, the next 3 months are sold out so just follow bar dojo or chef Luis. i, oh, I, I do um i, I guess I, sh- I really shouldn't be spreading it cuz like i would kind of want to i go just again. didn't but, know if it was a one time thing and when no, it happened every once a month okay and, cool uh, yeah so so follow Luis to find out about the next one. Um, before we get out of here, Joshua. Yeah. What you want to plug?
2: J- just Betty Restaurant, man. Um, I'm... Wearing multiple hats and I'm trying to get our Instagram game, you know. It's hard. Getting yeah. it is, man,
1: it's tough. You're, it's a, it's you've a got got some
0: charisma, man. I think thank you I think you should uh
1: Oh yeah, we can't forget you should that.
0: be front and center on that Instagram um, game.
2: Tr- uh, yeah. yeah. I'm trying, you know, trying to put a little pepper of myself in there. But yeah, on Instagram, if you can follow uh it's Betty Restaurant and Bar, that would be awesome. Um, you know, we're not too far away from Climate Pledge Arena, Macaw Hall, the Seattle rep, like
1: so, You know, if you ever go to a a Climate Pledge uh, arena show, you try to eat anywhere near there. Dude, it's it's, hard.
2: I went to, oh, where was I? I I guess I I probably shouldn't name it. But yeah, it was like sardines where it was like so humid. It was like tropical in there. There were so many
1: bodies in there. So stop by Betty. Yeah, swing by Betty. We do happy hour open every day. Come on by. I'll show you a good time. Dave, you have nothing to promote except the Seattle Restaurant Podcast Festival. Except for
0: Yelp. Correct. Uh, Yeah, no, I just want to say thank you to you and damon and pastry boy and the community and so like that that was really a, a high point uh for me the buckshot honey hoedown and i am um, uh feel, i feel so much like happiness from it and yeah man and yeah. Now, now i just move on with summer and I, then a bunch <laughs> of other fun shit
1: i gotta say like i know i talk about him a lot and i'm i'm he, like what damon did on Saturday was, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. He did a porchetta sandwich and he did these like uh, marinade chickens. Um, okay, his bar- His white barbecue sauce. Dirty um, bird,
0: baby. Dirty bird.
1: Um, holy shit. Like, I feel like I'm, you know, I don't know. Like, I want to be like his Eminem to Dr. Dre or his like 50 Cent to Eminem or like his game to 50 50- Yeah, you get it. Um, but he, he texted me because his, um, his fucking, uh, barbecue sauce alone, um, do they and, call that a St. Louis style barbecue sauce? No, it's 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 his own thing. So what I the way I described it was it was like when vegan food tries to taste like meat, kind of. But like so it's, he, it's like I'm gonna tell you what's in his barbecue sauce, and um he doesn't really use typical barbecue sauce ingredients. But you tasted it, and it's crazy. But um it's reduced red delicious apples with Walla Walla onions, homemade apple vinegar, white pepper, and wild mustard seeds that were harvested last year and then emulsified with sunflower oil. Yeah, um, I saw him hmm.
0: post something about how he was trying to uh, make a signature barbecue sauce out of Washington apples. Yeah. I think that's he a great idea. It. I
1: told him to call it the boots with the fur. He didn't like it. <laughs> but you got it. Thank you, Jeff. Um, but, uh, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, so oh, here's something fun that's about to happen. Uh, September 17th is Incredible Feast. Yeah, yeah. I was invited to that, but I have no information on okay, it. Okay, cool. Well, but I'm planning on well, it. Well, uh, so they asked me, and um, so this is an event uh, that Tamara Murphy puts on, and it helps the Seattle Farmers Markets, um, and uh, I did it last year, and it got me into the Farmers Market. So so um, they invited me this year. It's on a Sunday where I had the Fremont Market, and I, I won't get done to about you know five thirty-six. So what we're going to do is I hit him up and I'm like, listen, I'd love to be a part of it, but I can't be there until six. I can't prep for it. And I go, how about if I do a collaboration with a guy named Demond from Dirty Bird? And we'll Oh, so do a- Demond
0: will be there setting up and you'll walk in later. I'm going to
1: walk in like a, with a with a cape and a big uh, toke. It's like if in the room and I'm going to be like, I'm the chefs here. And uh, so, yeah, but me, me and Demond are going to do a collaboration for incredible fees. So you'll be there probably and me and Demand will be there and we'll talk about more when we have the lineup. Lovely. Lovely. Johnny, you got anything to promote? Yeah, atoma, absolutely. Atoma, check, atoma, us out. Atoma, check us out atoma, atoma
3: baby. Uh, yeah, check us out atoma.seattle on Instagram.
1: And you got a huge fucking Instagram following already. How did that happen?
3: Yeah, I mean, we've been doing pop-ups since the beginning of the year. You know, yeah. we do one or two every month. Um, I've
1: been doing a year and a half. I don't have that kind of following.
3: Yeah, it's, you know, really, it's just we just been plugging away at <laughs> it, getting on there as much as we can. Um, I, I don't know. It just takes work just hopping on the Instagram every day. It's... It's a little bit more work than I thought. Thankfully, my wife Sarah; she's an absolute machine um, at it. I'm taking a
1: little break from it, and it's like I've been. I have all these things built up. Like you know, I did an infused dinner with some uh, with Demond um, and Denali uh and and jack and uh, there's all these things i got posted about but it's just like it feels like work and i'm like oh god it is it is work um can you talk about, i want to hear about a little bit more about atoma real quick um what about the drink program because your bar ma- manager was going to come on and then we you know i didn't explain it well enough but yeah uh,
3: no worries yeah we're gonna have an awesome beverage program my buddy dylan's gonna be running it um you know, he was a chef for a while, and then he kind of made the switch to the dark side. He's been, been slinging <laughs> cocktails for the last uh, uh, You mean you know, he likes ten money? years? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> like, he likes money and women, you know, so why not? Um, but, uh, yeah, no, he's awesome, and he's going to have a really cool cocktail program. We're going to have an awesome NA program. Um, and, yeah, it's just going to be a fun, you know, chef-driven bar program. So I, I think it's going to oh, be really that, cool. Oh, that is fucking Yeah, great. I think it's going to be really I cannot
1: cool. wait. Uh, and you said November-ish. Is the plan?
3: Yeah, we're looking at early November open. So and and we've yeah. only
1: seen two episodes of the new season of the Bear. Only so, two yeah. seasons, sir. Because you're yeah. living it. Yeah, that's, that's why we're not right. talking <laughs> about right. it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we'll talk about next week. Uh. So Josh, real quick, yeah, two yeah. more uh, things. Yeah, um. I want I want to talk about 11z for yeah. one minute. Let's can do you, it. Can you? Uh. So you know I run this thing called Pop Pop, which is pop culture pop up dinners, which is like the 36 courses Wu Tang dinner that I think you should eat dinner. But we did one that you kind of came up with, and you kind of presented. You and Nate presented to me. I was like, fuck it. So we week for Wu-Tang let's do another dinner um so, yeah. so uh and so on the first right uh so, no, no no uh the second it
2: was yeah Memorial Day weekend of 2022 yeah, yeah, whatever it's fourth
1: um and we did a uh, 11 course mm-hmm. um oh they're gonna be a perfect way to end it okay so 11 course uh 11z's uh Lord of the Rings brunch yeah. that we did at Betty yeah. it was me you Nate yeah. and um and Jack, Jack. made cocktails yeah. and um and uh who's the third chef uh Casey, Casey, sorry, Casey yeah, did, uh, who makes pastries. amazing breads um, and uh, I'll post some pictures from it but it was I will one say I had zero to do with it I literally showed I did what I'm no, going no, that is not true you are pro-
2: you promoted you're a producer that's like, true but as your, far as your food goes, energy that you, br- you brought to the product like no shit is, is invaluable so you, don't sell yourself short
1: but as far as food goes sure. the three of you guys did everything yeah you sat I on really your fucking ass yeah, and wasted yeah, yeah, a yeah. piece <laughs> of shit <laughs> but So so, real quick, like one minute, talk about the food, and then and then to end it. Yeah, do you think you can do the speech you gave at Elevenses? Oh God! Uh, Or like the first minute of it,
2: I can try to recreate it.
1: Let me just talk about my favorite part because you guys didn't even include me on this, or I didn't pay attention. I didn't tell but
2: about my speech.
1: No, about yeah, about. Speech oh, I didn't even like, tell okay.
2: Nate about it. I just, I just was like, "This is a thing we're gonna do," and then I did it.
1: Okay, so there was ten courses of just phenomenal food. Some of the courses had like three parts to it, and like it was amazing. Watch the film. There's three films on my Instagram where you can see like some about the drinks, about the food, and about the, the the performances and stuff. But so I didn't even know about this. But there was ten courses, and then when was this? When what course did you do? Uh, this was
2: it was before dessert. I'm guessing okay. probably like eight or nine somewhere okay.
1: in there. So right nine, he comes out and says, "You didn't really think we'd invite you to eleven C's and not giving you eleven and courses.
5: Serve you ten courses.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> okay. So and then you made a little bread ring. Casey did. Casey not made me. this bread ring, and that was the eleventh course. That and, was eleventh course. And um, yeah. why don't you take us out? Uh, with a little speech, um, that you gave us, and uh, and we'll end it on that, guys. Thanks so much for joining us, Yay. Johnny. Yes, I can't yes. fucking wait for Atoma. Hey, Thank you like, for having me. I've never, I mean, I've had your food via canless but like your energy is amazing. Your your your, I, I'm I can't wait to fucking try it. Dave, incredible feast is gonna be great. Um, oh, the homies going together. Josh at Betty, close us out. <laughs>
5: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to Elevensies, a Lord of the Rings brunch event. I have bad news for you, for all of you have been deceived. You didn't really think that we would invite you to Elevensies and only serve you ten courses? (laughs) No, you fools. There in secret was another course, a master course, the very Ring of Sauron, which we present to you now. Do you have the strength to contend with the will of Sauron? Consume it, and you will taste the ashes of Mount Doom. Are you up to the task? For if you do not complete this task, no one will.
1: Holy shit, I have a boner. Is everybody <laughs> aroused right now? Oh my yeah. God, that was incredible. <laughs>
0: God. Oh my God. All right. Is that it?
1: That's it, we hey. did it. Hey guys, hey. we'll see you next week on the Seattle
0: Restaurant
1: Podcast. All right, later guys.